Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with Beach and Company. And uh, with all that's going on with the virus, I'm asking a question. What are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? And I was I was inspired to ask this question because Bernie and I started uh, planning our wedding. We got like one day into planning and uh, came up with a date. And then after that, boom, we thought, what's the point now? Look, look what's happening. Um, so it doesn't make much sense. Let's wait until everything clears, and then then we can we can probably plan it uh, in uh, in a few days. It shouldn't take too long. Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, what are we waiting for? We're waiting to get married, and uh, yeah, we can get a, a marriage license. Uh, on, uh, let's see, in the mail, I guess, online, I guess, but we don't want to do that. So uh, one of the shows we may do uh, in the coming weeks is. I want you to help us plan the wedding, where I'll ask you to call in and tell us uh, the best place Bernie should look for a dress. Where should we seek out a nice cake? Uh, what about a, a place, a building? Uh, what about the food? Uh, what about the drinks? Any suggestions? Any do's and don'ts? Uh, so uh, we might do that. It might be a fun thing to, to do in a week or two. But for today, what are you waiting for? You're waiting to go out to eat? You're waiting to buy or sell your house? Or maybe, maybe you're waiting for a divorce. And it was going down the, you know, going down the usual path. And then it got stopped when the courts closed. And so you're sitting there with somebody you don't want to be sitting there with. And you're stuck until the courts open. Uh, maybe you want to adopt a pet. Uh, and uh, Gina wants to want you to adopt a pet. But you can't do it uh, right now. Uh, so there's a lot of things. Uh, maybe you can do it under certain circumstances. You have to check with Gina and make an appointment at the SPCA. All right, let's see. Let's go to Fred in Albuquerque. Fred, you're on WBEN, line two. Oh, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Fred. Um, I guess what I'm waiting for is I'm hoping that uh, all this is going to calm down by August because that's when I had made plans to go see my brothers up there in uh, Buffalo. And uh, if, if, uh, if that doesn't work out, the, all I've got left is to go out and buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> oh, man. I love your thinking, Fred. That, yeah, I can't get my Ferrari either. You know, I they they won't even let me in the dealership. What can I tell you? <laughs> That's very good. Now you're in uh, you're in New Mexico, and you're wondering when things are going to lighten up. Uh, I think we all are. Also, I want to know from the second question: uh, Should the police enforce a uh, mask rule? We've seen that people are very sensitive about uh, insisting they wear a mask if they don't have one on. The police don't necessarily want to enforce it. The police union 
in New York City says that they'd prefer not to enforce it. What do you think? I don't think they should either. It's uh, th- this. This is a, a, these are pseudo laws that they've made up wearing masks. In fact, it's gotten so bad in New Mexico, the governor said that we should be wearing masks anytime we were out of our homes, traveling just in your car. You know, you're okay there, and you're okay in your home. But otherwise, you should have a mask on. Yeah, I think that's basically the way they feel about it here, about the same thing. Uh, We haven't had any violent protests, uh, but the governor had a confrontation, according to what he said a a couple of days ago, while he was taking a walk with his daughter, some guy not wearing a mask, and they, they started as a civil conversation and escalated. Of course, it's easy to escalate if you have a state police bodyguard with you. (laughs) (laughs) you tend to win the escalation war (laughs) all right have a beautiful day in albuquerque fred thank you same to you sandy always good to talk to you thank you very much okay who's next uh let's go to daryl and medina line three uh daryl you're on wben good morning sandy hello daryl police down here aren't doing anything about the mass I got a question for Buzzy. Uh oh. Run all the time, Buzz. You wear, do you have you tried running with a mask on? Well, I don't run around anybody. I make my own path. Yeah, you, you're not. Of course, you're not wearing a mask, right? Well, no. If I was in a group of people, I would. But right. But think about it. Try it, and see. I want to see what I, I, I want to see what you say. Now, I, I know you. You don't smoke, do you? Or anything like that? No. All right. Also, one thing to think about wearing the mask is in the summer, the some of the material that the masks are made out of are going to make it very hot and uncomfortable to be wearing the mask. Well, I'm thinking <sighs> I had to wear respirators, okay? Thank God we had, when you had to do a lot of the heavy work, we had air hoods. That we oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it was just... When I was in the chemical plant, the you, you hooked them up. They were it would look like you almost looked like you were in a spacesuit because you had we had coveralls on that, and you put the air hood on, and it actually blew cool air, fresh air in. Oh, that's cool. cool. You know, some of the characters that wear those suits in Disney, and some of those uh, characters have uh, have little fans in them. And a way, there's two ways to cool. You can blow cold air into some area, or you blow the hot air out. And that's what they do. They blow the hot air that accumulates inside the suit that they're wearing out, so it keeps them cooler. That's how RV uh, refrigerators work. They don't blow cold air in. They blow the hot air out. Well, we had to watch out because you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to use it because of the stuff we were working with was dust. Yeah, yeah. Oh gee! I mean, yeah, it was it was a combination of a chemical, or uh, we put the insecticide on this dust uh, to to ship it. But you, we had to see they had to have there was a special compressor for that, and it okay. was isolated way away from it so that you didn't get any kind of pollution or whatever blowing in on you. Because this this stuff was not nice. 
Wow, it sounds it sounds like it was, wasn't nice just from what you had to do. It was as long as you did what you were supposed to. But if you had, if you were the guy on the back end, you did, that was picking the bags up and putting them in uh, in barrels, you had to wear a half face. Well, if it was hot out. You suffered, <laughs> believe me. Well, yeah, I don't think those are available, uh, but it sounds like something uh, high tech stuff, so that uh, it would protect you. Hey, thanks, Daryl. Got to run. Got to run. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Let's go to Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on on line two. Bill, you're on WBen. Good morning, Sandy. I've got something for each one of your questions for you. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's start off with what are you waiting for, Bill? I am waiting for, and I'm missing the food festival, Sandy, like the Greek festival, the Taste of Buffalo, Italian yep. festival, Burger Fest. I miss all of these. The Macedonian festival, which have great desserts, by the way, Wing Fest. But I was thinking, Sandy, maybe in honor of Dr. Deborah Burks, we could have like a, we can call it the Burks Buffalo Food Festival. We could have safe seating and expedited eating, and just think <laughs> down there and scarf down some good food. Well, think about it like this. Uh, she could do a great public health uh, situation if she said we must be six feet away from our meal. Yeah. She, See, that that would work. She could say something like, I've got this graph that shows how... <laughs> I didn't know that she had uh, graduated from Houghton College. It was nice that she did that for those graduates, wasn't it? Yeah, very nice. And she's a very classy lady. Should the uh, cops be enforcing or be asked to enforce the mask uh, situation or not? I would say no. And I would think that any indoor establishment that wants you to have a mask, I saw some place that was selling them locally for like, you know, the disposable ones, a box of 50 for $60. So even if the establishments had them that someone could purchase, you know, on the way in if they didn't have one, that could be the way for that. And, and Sandy, I was thinking of this yesterday. Um, if you, um, just to show how um, when you breathe out, you know, you could supposedly, if you're infectious, you could be exhaling up to 10 million virus particles. But we need to know how the airflow is going. So think of this. If you have a pop can, if you take the pull tab off and, and make some soapy water and blow bubbles, watch where the bubbles go when you're outside and when you're inside, whether they're hanging around or not, because that's how, like, the, the water droplets when you breathe would be. Interesting. I, I, I was driving. Uh, well, I wasn't driving. I was riding, actually. And I saw a truck parked in, in a, a parking lot of a mall, and uh, they were selling masks and gloves and things like that and Elvis paintings. No, not the Elvis. I just added that in. But I don't know if I would trust buying my mask from a truck. I guess they probably all get shipped by truck. It was just the image of, uh, you know, them selling, uh, what, in the uh, crab legs in the summer and now masks in the uh, spring. That's like, all right. if, you, yeah? if you dip your, uh, the, uh, the pull tab in the soapy water, if you're wearing the mask, you should not be able to blow bubbles through it. So that's another thing you could test with it. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate the call. Thank you. Br uh, Buzzy, have you ever blown bubbles? Of course. <laughs> Me too. It's fun, isn't it? I'll, I'll tell you, you know, uh, it's become a trend. Maybe it's a millennial thing. At weddings, people will have, you know, a little thing of bubbles at your table. And at a particular part in the reception, everyone gets the... Uh, the bubbles out and they blow their bubbles. Let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. Well, remember, they used to throw rice. As you're coming out, if you got married in church, as you're coming out of the church, they would throw rice at you. 
And then the birds would come down and eat the rice, and that wasn't always good for them. And so they, they decided to do something else. I don't know what they're doing now, to be honest with you, as far as hurling things at, at the bride and groom. And also, one thing that I think is an absolute no-no for me is to smush cake in, into Bernie's face. You know why? It's perfectly good cake. It'd go great. <laughs> An 11 o'clock movie. Get some a nice cold milk. <laughs> this is see. This is where we disagree. I think uh, it's a it's a tradition as old as time that each other get cake smushed in their face. All right. Well, Buzzy, when you're at our wedding, I want you to remember that because revenge. You do not want this woman on the wrong side of you. <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right. Let's go to. Uh, who would be next? Anne in Lancaster on line one. Uh, Anne, you're on WBEN. I'm not in Lancaster. Oh, no, you're you're not in Lancaster, and you're the only one with Anne that we give the expedited check to. You're in Buffalo. Yes, Anne. <laughs> we, 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 we didn't want to move you. It was just on the wrong line on my pad here. First, uh, let's see, I uh, open up the churches. That to me, that will be first. And the police, I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. And the third. Now, now when you say uh, open up the churches, uh, do you mean uh, open them up so that people can come in in mass or just open them up so people can dribble in one at a time? Service, yes. And the police, uh, um, I don't know, I'm not convinced about them yet. I haven't really thought about that. But the, but the, it will be a third thing for me. I'll be happy, and New York will be whole when they get rid of Como because his sins going to find him out. When they find out how he has used them, and all that above, they are going to be happy campers, and they're going to be glad to get rid of him. It'll be the great discovery as uh, Cuomo is ex uh, exiled to Pennsylvania or something like that. I, yes. I, and you you go ahead. I don't care where he go. He could go to Timbuktu. He could go in the <laughs> I wouldn't care where he go. No, he just disappeared. Timbuktu, I mean, that's quite a ways away. It's, it's further than Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you hadn't made up your mind about whether cops should uh, 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 should give out tickets and things like that for the mass. I know, because I think some uh, polices are good, but I think sometimes you find some that's sort of cocky. And we, and for some reason, we don't like to take authority from police and one word lead to another word and another word and then there everything is blown out of proportion it gets escalated that's right and there seems to be a personal side on this mass thing because that's why people are striking out thanks ann thank you for calling always appreciate a nice call from ann uh so here's what we're doing because um, bernie and i were trying to plan out our wedding and it's almost impossible now, so we're just going to wait till things uh, lift up. And we can get it done pretty quickly. Uh, Judge Wolfgang is going to officiate, our dear friend. Uh, so that's, that's a key. And uh, we'll, we'll work it out. But I'm wondering, that's what we're waiting for. What are you waiting for? 
What are you waiting for? You're waiting to go to work? Are you waiting to have the kids go to school? Are you willing to go out to eat? Is that what you're waiting for? Maybe you're looking to either sell your house or buy another house, or maybe both. You want to sell your house so you can buy another house. Are you waiting for that? Are you waiting for the courts to open? That, that's a lot. Maybe you're waiting for, uh, uh, for a divorce. And boy, that when you're waiting for it, they can't come soon enough. <laughs> so we got the whole uh, marriage thing here from are you waiting to get married to are you waiting to get divorced? At 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. And should the cops enforce the mask rules? Yes or no? We'll be back after this. You know, I just got to thinking, uh, we're going through this uh, virus thing, and it requires leadership. And great leaders not only motivate you, they give you hope. You know what I'm talking about? I'm thinking of like George Patton in World War II uh, taking on Rommel, the Desert Fox. It's great. Uh, It shows great courage and hope that we're going to do well in the war. There's Maximus, the, uh, the, the Roman gladiator, who even though he was up against tremendous odds, he always showed hope. And then... There's Poland cars. Roll We're not tape. Not going to be opening on May 15th because we can't meet the uh, standards with regards to hospitalizations. And as you'll see in just a moment, we are headed in the wrong direction from where we were. We're headed in the wrong direction, folks. I would highly doubt that you're going to see a packed house at the stadium this year. If any fans are allowed, I imagine it's going to be at a percentage of the overall capacity. Just because they announced the season schedule doesn't mean there actually will be fans in those stands. <laughs> Oh, man, there's hope. Just listen to Mark Poland cars. What a motivational speaker he is, huh? That makes you want to find. Uh, could you tell me where the nearest bridge is, please? <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, all Poland cars all the time. And that was within a week. And I think we can hear more of that kind of motivational speaking anytime soon. <laughs> Let's go. What do you think, Buzzy? Is Does it make you want to get up and run? I mean, you know, it's funny. Me and Louis DiBiase were talking about this this morning. Like, he could at least say, hey, you know, I understand people want to get out of their house, but uh, we're not the Finger Lakes. We have Buffalo. It's a bigger city, a bigger area, but we're moving towards that. I mean, it's just nothing but... You know, hey, there's the sun. Oh, no, it's not. It's Mark pulling cars. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's go. Uh, I'm glad he's not in space control or anything like that. Uh, we may or may not make it to the moon. Uh, let's go to Bill in Cheektowaga. Bill, you're on WBEN. Sandy, this is your 90-year-old kid from Cheektowaga. All right there. What's on your mind? What are you waiting for, Bill? The church to open up because I want to get my uh, in church. You get yeah. Now I lost what I wanted to say. Well, you want to go to church? Is that it? I want to receive communion. I want. Oh, you want? Okay, you want to receive the sacraments? Okay, that's that. That's a good reason. Sure. Because I want the casinos to open up. So I have some entertainment in this short time I've got left. So you want to visit God and the casinos? <laughs> that and you. Oh, and me. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's, yeah, there's a lot for us that we're waiting for, a lot to get back to normal. 
what about the police? Should the police be enforcing the mask rules or not? Sandy? Yes. 70 years. Well, you're 70 years old? No, I'm 90, but we're going to celebrate 70 years of marriage. Oh, get out. You've been married for 70 years? Congratulations. It's November. That's terrific. Let's hope that by November, everything's back to normal and uh, you'll have a nice uh, drive-by party or something like that. Sandy, I was in law enforcement for 29 years, and I would not, I would not enforce this mask law. Not at all. I think that's the way a lot of uh, police feel. I know the... Uh, the uh, police union for the New York City cops have issued a formal letter saying that they don't want to uh, have to enforce that, and I think that's right. Well, congratulations. Uh, I don't know anybody that's been married that long. Congratulations to you, my friend, and thanks for calling. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. Bye-bye. Wow. 90 years old. The guy's 90. He's been married for 70 years. That's just inc- that's incredible. Incredible. All right, let's go to Tony on Grand Island, uh, who should be on line five. Tony, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine, Tony. What's on your mind today? What are you waiting for? I had uh, I was listening earlier, of course, and I uh, heard one of your callers had mentioned that it should be up to the individual to decide whether he or she wants to go out to a restaurant or to the movies or, you know, like you said, a sporting event. I guess my question would be to that person is, is it up to the hospital or to that nurse that has to treat that person when they come into the hospital with COVID-19 because they weren't smart enough to wear a mask or stay away from other people? Well, that's true. Uh, we just had a nursing home employee lose her life. And, uh, you know, it's uh, all lives are important. But when somebody who takes care of other people suddenly gets what they have and passes from it, it leaves a deep, an even deeper impression, if if that's possible. You're right. Uh, the people that are the caregivers, uh, they have a right to to uh, have you wear a mask, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, my wife had cancer six years ago. She's a she's a registered nurse at Kaleida, and I don't feel like you know they, people should put her life in jeopardy because they just want to go out and you know, do anything willy-nilly. And I'm the first one that wants to get everything opened back up. I, I'm, I'm one of those people. So. Well, I, I'm sure that every day as your wife goes out the door to go to work, uh, you uh, hope for the best outcome possible all day long. And it gets toward that, and you have a better chance of that if everybody does what they're supposed to be doing. There'll still be danger, but it would be a lesser. And I'm glad you brought that up. A very, very good point. Thank you for uh, calling. All right, let's take a break, shall we, shall we? have not heard from the governor yet. We don't know what time the governor lately has been on at uh, uh, about, uh, what, 11.30, basically. And we'll see if he's uh, going to be there today. On News Radio 930, we'll break right here. We're headed in the wrong direction, folks. If it is a Beach & Company, I'm Sandy Beach. Well, Bernie and I are waiting for everything to lift so we can plan our wedding or wondering what you're waiting for. That's what we're waiting for. And you must be waiting for something. Uh, maybe you're waiting to go to school or go to your job. Or maybe you're like we are and you're, go- you're waiting to get married or get divorced. The courts are closed too. Uh, maybe you were just about to buy a car when everything hit. You've been waiting for that. But you've been waiting for a lot of things, and we want to know what you've been waiting for personally. And also, should the police... 
enforce the uh, mask rule. I, I think that's asking for trouble. I really do. As I said at the beginning of the show, there was a story uh, out of Texas, a uh, tattoo parlor. Uh, they just got sick of waiting, sick of waiting. And so the owner, it was a woman, uh, invited her friends over to protect the parlor while she opened illegally. And they showed up with guns, with shotguns and AR-15s, things like that, which is very disturbing, very disturbing. Now, obviously, the police were not going to, I think, hopefully, obviously, the police were not going to uh, uh, make a forced entry to shut her down. So I don't know the disposition. But uh, that wasn't the only one. Uh, the article that I read said there were at least six other businesses in the country that uh, tried uh, and were doing the same thing. What I'm afraid of is if we open early and everybody gets excited, oh, great, it's back to normal, and then we get another hit and they have to shut it down, that's when it's going to hit the fan. And let's hope it doesn't. Let's hope it just doesn't hit the fan. Eric in Allegheny County on line two. Eric, you're on WBEN. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate the voice. Um, so I, I, a couple of things. I'm going to try to speed through them and make room for somebody else. I'm not. Set, take your time. Go ahead. Okay. The first thing is um, it doesn't disturb me. I'm, I'm rather um, encouraged by people standing for their freedom. This country was founded on an armed stand, people standing against an out-of-control government, out of their jurisdiction, oppressing the people. So I think that's a, I think that's a I think that's a fair and just stand for those people to make. The second thing is courage. I'm glad you mentioned the word before. Winston Churchill had a great quote on courage. He said, courage is the foremost of all the virtues, for without it, you may never get to experience any of the others. And about the police issuing tickets, here's some good legal ammunition for the police to stand on to do the right thing, like your caller previously, a good cop, a guy who stood for freedom and said, I would not enforce that order. We had this problem in World War II with the Germans saying, well, I was ordered to do it. That doesn't mean anything. You have to abide by the supreme law of the land, which is the Constitution. Now, under the supremacy clause of the Constitution, I believe it's Article 2, Section 6, it says that the Constitution is the supreme law of the land not the statutes put forth by the, or the orders put forth by the governor or the county executive. Now, I found it very ironic that under the New York Penal Code, Section 240.35, that's 240.35, it is against the law to wear a mask in public in New York State. And since the governor's orders and the county executive's orders are not law, where do you do? Do you obey the law and defy the unlawful orders? Or do you obey his unlawful orders and break the law, Section 240.35, which has been on the books since 1845? That's a, that's a, you're bringing up some excellent points. One question I would have is, uh, does the fact that we're under a state of emergency, we, uh, the, which was declared a long time ago, would that make any difference? Uh, and, and are you a lawyer? Because those are excellent points you're bringing out. I, I do legal research, and no, it does not make a difference, because once a government, whether it be the county government, the state government, municipal, local, or the federal, once they incorporate, they're not a, a lawful government anymore. They're operating under what's called color of law, and that's illegal under Title 42, Section 1983. So once a government becomes an incorporated entity, the orders given by its executives 
only apply to employees of the state or county, not the general population. Well, I'll tell you that uh, store in Texas should have brought you in instead of the guys with the guns because you make a lot of good points. And thank you for sharing those with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Wow. Thank you. Buzzy, what about that? Huh? Do we have informed listeners or not? Oh, we have some of the best, most intelligent listeners, Sandy. Yeah, that uh, that was great, uh, hearing the exact uh, the exact information that we needed. I'll tell you what, let's uh, do, because we've been full full tilt boogie, calls full tilt boogie written. Let's do a couple of uh, Facebooks, please. Uh, give me number one. Sandy, what are you waiting for? Marty says, I am waiting to be able to see my extended family again. It is nice seeing them on video talking to them on the phone, but nothing beats seeing them in person. I can't wait to be able to travel out of state and see those family members I so dearly miss. Oh, yeah, you appreciate it more when it's been denied to you. Uh, Now, you said, Buzzy, you're doing some kind of uh, drive-through celebration for something? Yeah, Katie's brother uh, graduated UB this week. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Congratulations to him. That's a big deal. Yeah, so we're uh, doing a drive-by graduation party where, you know, everyone will be in their car, but in shifts, people will go and socially distance, be able to get uh, some food that's pre- (laughs) That's pre-packaged uh, and all that stuff, and be able what to... Do, drop it through the sunroof as you're driving by? That's right. We got a drone, and it's just going <laughs> to drop it into everyone's car. Um, but, you know, everyone will be able to safely celebrate, uh, be in their car. I may even make my way down and uh, get a few uh, celebration cigars. Who knows? Well, that's that's fun. And, and see, the ingenuity of the American people shows up when things get tough. I'm glad to see that. And and gee, college graduation's a big deal. It's too bad it's too bad they're under these circumstances. There'll always be an asterisk next to it. I wonder if they get any pictures, uh, probably not. Uh, what is he going to receive a diploma in any kind of form or how is that going to work, do you know? I'll have to ask him. I'll have to bring that information back on Monday. But, you know, this has to be a tough time to graduate college. I mean, talk about a bleak job market right now as you're walking out of college. It's a no job market. Uh, what do we got? Uh, uh, the highest unemployment probably ever. And, uh, yeah, you come out uh, and everybody's uh, trying to get the same jobs. Yeah, but uh, good luck. It's tough, but that's the way it goes. You know what's uh, the sad part, which we can I can tell you is going to happen right now. Because we're operating the way we're operating in businesses and even in broadcasting or whatever, there are going to be people overseeing uh, who are going to think, wow, Look at the money it costs when we know when we operate normally at the at the uh, at the office or at the plant or at the studio. Look, we're doing the same work, getting the same results we would have perhaps if we were allowed to sell, and our cost for doing business is a lot cheaper this way. And so your job may be left behind. And if you're lucky enough to come back, you may be coming back to a different workplace. I, I think that's going to happen, sadly. All right, we'll take a break on News Radio 930. Have not heard from the governor yet, Mr. Cuomo. Tear down that wall, tear down that broadcast wall. We'll be back right after this. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.